Hello nerds and welcome to this episode. And hello to my dear friend Manu, should he listen to this. Since school just started again, why not talk about a fun plague? Cause school is the worst of them all. But we're not gonna talk about school and ruin our entire day. I'm gonna talk about the dancing plague around 1518 in Strasbourg. Before we get to the never-ending dancing part though, I'm gonna talk a little bit about the years leading up to this. First of all, back then things didn't happen by chance, but supernaturally. All of it had a reason. Just like the meteorite that appeared in the sky in 1492, and it was observed how it crashed in a nearby field. That meteorite made the people believe Armageddon, the apocalypse. The end of the world was about to happen. Unfortunately, it didn't. Whether it was a meteorite, floods, famines, plagues, your cow drowning, it must be that the planets are aligned in a certain way to cause all of this. Or you're a sinner and God told you to stop doing the sinning thing. Seriously, what the heck are you doing? Stop it. Around that time, people also were quite upset with the church. For the clergy were very rich and they did some naked business. Monks and nuns were even accused of killing their bastard children. Priests took concubines, they ate a lot of food, got drunk and slept instead of doing their duty. And of course, they didn't want to stop doing it, they didn't want to stop being rich, which is kind of understandable. At some point, the nunnery doors were closed for men under 50 years. Why, you might ask? Well, well. Anyway, there was also this scholar who someday stumbled upon some meat and the finest wine being brought into the monastery. He wanted to go in there to investigate, but he was held off by a monk who subtly mentioned a possibility of this particular scholar to find a quick end to his life. Things were going great. Nice. People were worried that their souls wouldn't be pure enough to go to heaven with the clergy being this corrupt. So the common people started hating them. Things are, go are starting to get a little, a little bit not so good. In 1492 people were starving. It was the third year in a row where all the crops died due to freezing winters and heavy, heavy rain. Not heavy metal, but heavy rain. I hate myself. Times like this made people talk about a fabled land where food grew without help and where no landlords existed who made them pay their rent. That sounds amazing. If you weren't able to pay your taxes, you got excommunicated. Across most of Europe, peasants were now forbidden from grazing pigs, fishing, entering the forest to gather some wood for building, and they weren't even allowed to pick berries. People started to starve. Really can't imagine why. Totally unexplainable. In 1493, some angry dudes plotted bloody revenge and called the movement Bunchu. 
Those brave men throw an oath of secrecy. No one must tell anyone outside the group of this movement, for otherwise they will not succeed with a plan to bring down the government. However, one guy didn't get the memo and snitched on the others who were then rounded up and hanged. Don't know what happened to the snitch, but maybe he got murdered too. Who knows? He surely is dead by now. I think. In 1494, there was some harvest better than before. However, syphilis! In 1495, there was talk about the bad pox. Victims complained of agonizing pain in their joints. Sleeping was now impossible. Personally, I don't need pain in my joints to not sleep. I just start a book and suddenly it's 3 a.m. Whoops. Anyway, soon after those painful joints, the genitals, legs, face and flanks became rancid with blisters, pustules, ulcers, everything. It sounds lovely, doesn't it? There's a little quote from a scholar of the time about how pustules, I hope I pronounced that correctly, turned from red to black. It ate away the nose and half the face, gnawed away as far as the marrow. Noise. They also stank horribly, but I, I don't know if that was just normal for the time. And you know who was blamed for all of this? The planets, <laughs> obviously. What else? Also, God was blamed. What a surprise! All of this was a punishment for the sinners. People got scared of evil science, and for a few years there were mild winters, good summers, and the crops were good. It started to look better, but beneath the surface a wave of more suffering was just waiting around the corner. The bubonic plague made a little comeback. God had a bad week, again. Times were not good. Some people just defecated beneath bridges. Piles of excrement from pigs were just lying around and the smell. Oof, I don't want to imagine that. It is time for another revolt. The Bunchu must rise again. They were sure to succeed this time. They were ready. Until another person told the authorities about it. And that's why it's so hard to have nice things. But this time, not all of them died. Some managed, managed to escape, plotting their next revival in secret. And in September of 1513, they tried to do their revenge thing once again. Whether that worked out or not, you can probably guess, considering how the other two revolts ended. In 1516, all the crops died once again. Instead of crops, they got some supernatural activity. In that year, a woman claimed she saw the ghost of her dead soldier husband carrying his own severed head. Because where else would his head be? And she wasn't the only one. There were quite a few others who believed to have seen their dead relatives carrying their own limbs, as you do. The winter that followed naturally after autumn was hard. People didn't have enough to eat and starved to death. 
And that's this year was called the bad year. Fitting. And now it is the year 1518 in the book. And this fateful year on the 14th of July, five days before my birthday, it finally happened. The dancing hath begun. It began with Frau Treffer, who just started dancing her soul out, and she didn't stop. People watched as she kept dancing for quite a while, until she collapsed. And then she started dancing once again. Some thought she was dancing, cause when there was something her husband hated, it was dancing. And probably in general being happy, I guess. Anyway. But the longer she danced, those kinds of suspicions died down and people were concerned. Definitely bewildered as they watched her dance without stopping. Even when her feet started bleeding. She did not really look happy during all of that. It seems like it was plaguing her immensely. Some thought she was possessed by a demon, of course. But it sounds like a fun demon who just wants to dance. How nice! She danced for whole six days, by the way. That's enough exercise for the rest of your life. And for all of humanity. She was then led to a chapel dedicated to St. Vitus, where she danced and prayed before his image. But that was not the end, no. By the 21st of July, around 30 people got up and danced, and danced, and kept on dancing, until their feet started bleeding. Then they kept on moving and jumping around, just dancing. Of course, God was blamed, yet again. Who else could be responsible for all of this? All of them must be sinners! As more and more people started wobbling around the city, leaders came up with a fantastic foolproof plan. In taverns and girls they quickly made space, removing benches and tables to give the dancers room to move their floppy limbs around. Well, those halls were soon filled with moving bodies and dozens of musicians who were hired to play for the dancers. And the dancers must not stop. Should one ever stop moving, they were forced to tap their feet to the music once again. Every now and then, the musicians sped up their music, making the already exhausted victims follow along. And that, my dear people, is exactly how you beat an epidemic. Let all afflicted get together, make the healthy dance with the ones plagued, and definitely Definitely, de definitely don't send the victims into quarantine or anything. What good could isolating the sick do? Definitely not stop spreading this dancing plague. After a while, instead of seeing less and less dancers, more and more people started uncontrollably dancing. Why? I could never, I can't imagine why that would happen. It's such a surprise! Realizing they made the situation a lot worse, especially when people started dying of exhaustion, they banned music. Every music besides the one played by stringed instruments. After the situation still didn't get better, 
The dancers were then led to the same chapel Fred Treffler had to go to. Why they didn't do that sooner? Well, who knows? Maybe they were lazy, I don't know. Anyway, getting there wasn't exactly comfortable, but it was totally worth it. Especially since all the victims got some fancy red shoes with sprinkles of hot water. Wait, no, holy water, not hot water. Maybe it was hot, I don't know. Now with their new shoes, they danced and prayed in front of the image of St. Vitus. They also had to eat, sacrifice a penny for the poor. If that money really got to the right hands, we may never know. But was the saint appeased? It certainly did have a positive psychological effect and the dancing epidemic gradually died down. And that was a little history about the dancing plague in 1518. And in the book Time to Dance, Time to Die by John Waller, there's some more interesting details and what happened afterwards. It was really enjoyable and sometimes even hilarious to read, even though people died. But it's been a few centuries, it's fine. If you're interested, you can get the book in your local bookstores or you can order it online and get some more information about it. Sometimes I ask myself why I do even why am I even doing podcasts when I can't talk properly. I have to re-record so many parts because I just keep mispronouncing, I keep stuttering and I sometimes just don't know what I'm saying and it's just a bunch of letters that have no context to the word and I don't know, so I just can't speak. <laughs> but it's fun so I guess I keep doing it. And um, yeah. I'm gonna try to, next month in October, I'm gonna try to upload two episodes instead of just one. I don't know if I'm gonna keep doing this every single month, if I can, um, if I have enough time to record two episodes per month, but I'm gonna try and maybe it's just gonna be every now and then that every second month maybe there's gonna be a second episode. We will see. I will let you know, I guess, and that's with this episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did and until next month, bye!